Hi, everyone, and welcome to a, another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. So excited to get to be with you today. And to be honest with you, I had no intention of being here today with you. And then I felt like after some study time and kind of what um, sometimes I don't know about you, but it's really good for me to just talk about like what I what God's asked me to rest in or be in. And uh, I could have just talked to myself, but I thought, well, um, I'll, I'll talk with whoever might listen to this. So I am going to move my body. Uh, I am on a stationary bike. You might be at the tr- at a gym, treadmill hiking, wherever you are. It's the perfect place to be. I'm so glad we can do this together. Now, today's going to be a little different in that I'm going to leave a lot of space. Um, I'm going to tell a story which is a biblical story. It's a story from the Bible. And then we're just going to let the word pop out at us. This is kind of the the purest form of a revving the word is uh, we'd read some scripture, let it sit there, and then maybe let something come up for you. So I'll give you some space for that. Um, Yeah, I just felt like I was supposed to get with you, move my body, and then maybe share whatever might come up. So I really have no plan. How about that? That's really what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just going to rely fully on the Lord. Um, I just felt like, okay, let's just, let's not have a plan. Let's just move our body. So welcome. If it's your first time here, that's what we're going to do. This is an endurance one. We're going to go a little bit longer today. So I will not be giving any interval, push, pull, any of that. No times. Um, the music is probably set more so. So this would also probably be a great one just to recover, do a walk with, um, I know I want to be really aware all the time like that this could easily become about our flesh if we're not humbly submitted to the joy of the Lord that is our strength. Otherwise, we'll make our strength about our strength, right? And then we're kind of, we're just chasing tails. And so I, I, I don't want to see that happen for you today. So just keep yourself free. Enjoy it. Um, let the word change your and renew your mind because then your body will fall in line. We say that all the time. That's all we're going to do. Renew your mind. Your body will fall in line. And hey, your body is a very important part of this whole gospel equation. Without your physical body, there is no manifestation of the good news on earth. It's through your words, through your touch, through your sight, through your eyes, through whatever senses you have that you can uh <laughs> Proclaim the message. You are a sign. You are a living sign and testimony to the goodness of God. Your shape of your body says that message. The color of your hair, the height, there's everything about you is perfectly ordained to contain this message and to carry this message and to dispense it out into the world. So that's what we do here. You can learn more about us at revelationwellness.org. If you haven't gone to the website, please do go check us out. And guess what? We are about to release our book, The Wellness Revelation. You can pre-order it now. And I promise you, if you want to go deeper with us, that book's going to do it. We have, uh, it's just been something God's been doing underground for a long time. It's been published by Tyndale Publishing. And we believe it's going to be a movement. We believe it's going to shake the foundations, kind of the root system, (laughs) anything that's stuck. We're going to get unstuck physically, spiritually, emotionally, and mentally as the, the body of Christ. We're going we're gonna to be more fit and free than ever before. And it's really not about the fitness. It's just our tool. So check that out. And thanks for leaving a review, you guys. For those of you that are leaving a review, um, it helps us. 
it's, it helps this podcast show up in the health and fitness podcast of all podcasts, which it's surprising to people because they're not expecting Jesus to show up in their ears when they try a new podcast that's up up there and, and iTunes sees it as an active uh, podcast that people are enjoying. So you can do that by going to iTunes and leaving a review or on your Podbean app or actually if you're on your home screen right now, you can just push the little gear thing and it will take you to the iTunes store and you can leave a review. But either way, from your desktop, from your phone, however, thanks you guys. All right, are we ready? Let's spend some time together. I'm excited about this because we're just going to fly together, free fall together, okay? I'm going to start the music, the playlist, and hold on, hold on. Three, two, one, play. I could play the background. I could play the background. All right, easy feet. Cause I know Happy feet. How about that? Get in the way. Yeah. So won't you take the lead? So right now, best thing we could do is be grateful. It unlocks the gates of the kingdom. So just right now begin to stir up gratitude. Gratitude, what are you grateful for? It's usually how I start my prayers, like God, God, thank you. Thank you that you are God and I am not. Thank you that you've saved me. Thank you that you called me by name. Thank you that I have a track record with you. Thank you that you forget the record of my past that would keep me from your goodness, your holiness, your purity. Thank you that you have forgiven me. Thank you that you're covering me on all sides. You're a good father. So go ahead and give you a few seconds here to give him your own personal thanks. Yeah, we love you, God. Thank you that we get to do this. Thank you. Everyone look at your feet. <laughs> or your hands. Whatever moves. Thank you. God, how about for your breath? Thank you. So be here, Holy Spirit. Fill us. We want a filling today. We want more. Thank you that you never say we could be too greedy there. You would never accuse us of being too much or asking for too much of you. Thank you for more. In Jesus' name, amen. Relax your shoulders. Engage your belly just a bit. Notice if your feet are striking the ground kind of heavy. If that's happening, 
lighten your feet. Little steps, smaller steps. Every day is so different. Every day. And it would be just like the enemy of our hearts to accuse us of not being as good as we once were. We compare ourselves to ourselves. We compare ourselves to our better version of ourselves that doesn't, doesn't really exist physically. Every day. That's a chasing after the wind, Solomon would say. Alright, notice your core temperature is rising a little bit. What a gift. Right now, inside your skin, some really cool things are happening. Increased blood flow. Cell activity, mitochondria, all dancing around. It's cool. It's just really cool that God designed our bodies. It's like a thumbprint of our spirituality. That when we push into resistance, a greater grace gets released. All right. Let's read together. We're going to be in the Gospels because those are good stories. I've been stuck in the Gospels for a long time, but these stories, they never get old. They always teach us something. And if it's a story where Jesus spoke, I need to be listening. This is titled, A Sinful Woman Forgiven. Verse 36, one of the Pharisees asked him, being Jesus, to eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. By the way, while I read, I'm going to read slow enough. And I believe your mind will be open enough because your body is busy to it, it'll allow you to draw a picture to put yourself in the story see the the movie screen in your mind Holy Spirit take us with you alright I'll start it again one of the Pharisees asked him Jesus to eat with him and he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. And behold, a woman of the city who was a sinner, when she learned that he was reclining at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of ointment and standing behind him at his feet, weeping. She began to wet his feet with her tears 
and wiped them with her hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with ointment. Now when the Pharisees who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him. She is a sinner. And Jesus answered, saying to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, Say it, teacher. Verse 41. A certain money lender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon answered, the one, I suppose, for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he said to him, you've judged rightly. Then turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss. From the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I tell you her sins, which are many, <laughs> are forgiven. For she loved much. But he who is forgiven little loves little. And he said to her, your sins are forgiven. Then those who were at the table with him began to say among themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Just gonna let that sit with you for a bit. This is the word of the Lord. Your sins are forgiven. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace.
let the heaviness fall off you. Your sins are forgiven. Your faith has saved you, is saving you, will save you. Your faith covers you. Now go in peace. Live in peace. Run in peace. Speak peace. My peace. Not the world kind of peace. The peace that Christ gives you. For you have loved much. You've loved much. How's your heart? What's the Holy Spirit trying to plant into your heart right now? About this story and about the story the beautiful story that is you. Alright. Here's what we're going to do now. We're going to go back to the beginning of this story. So I wanted to get through the whole story. Let it fall on you. It's kind of like reading the menu and going, okay, ooh, it all looks really good. Now we're gonna go back through the menu and see what's in each dish. See what we like, see what we don't like, right? Now remember, it's all good. And sometimes, I read the ingredients on a, on a menu and I go, ugh, what's that? I've never heard of that before. I tend to not like what I've never heard before. Because I like to play it safe, right? Meanwhile, I'm saved. <laughs> it's funny how we, I feel like this whole thing, this whole passage is leading up to a salvation story, right? This woman's faith, her tenacity to pursue faith. I mean, think about it. She entered a Pharisee's home. I find in the Bible, it's always these gritty, bulldog, tenacious, desperate people that get great honor and they get healed. So don't lose your grit. Don't lose your hope. It's actually the key to your salvation. That's why you love much. You love much. You love much. 
right. Back to the beginning. One of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. I love how agreeable Jesus is. Sure. A smoldering wick he will not put out. There were no closed doors for him. If people were coming to him, he let them approach. Even if their motives were disgusting, he wasn't going to be offended. He's reclining. He's reclining right now over everything that offends you. Everything that you feel is not right. He's reclined. He's not building a case. He already did that on the cross and it finished the case. The judgment is in. Salvation for the world, for any whom shall come. And behold, a woman of the city, basically saying a prostitute, who was a sinner. I love it too how <laughs> everyone knows she is. She's not trying to hide it. Sometimes I think it's easy for us to have an ugly heart with a beautiful exterior. Not this woman. Everyone knew. Everyone already labeled her dirty, disgusting. That's the woman of the city, the woman of the world. But she hears Jesus is at the house of this religious leader. She doesn't miss a beat. She must have run home to get this one thing. Most likely, it was a gift given to her by a gypsy lover. It was probably a gift given to her from the world for her worldly active lifestyle. And she saved it. It was probably her get out of jail card, right? Her freedom, if I ever get in so much trouble, I have this one precious thing. So I'll keep it for myself. But when she heard Jesus was reclining, she saw this as the ticket to get out of jail. 
and she runs home. Which is probably a squalor. Rummages through all her worldly belongings. Finds this expensive bottle of perfume. Most likely given to her by a lover. And brings it to Jesus. And standing behind him at his feet, weeping, <laughs> she began to wet his feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. can't help but think that some of her tears must have been connected to the fear that she was about to lose everything. She was losing everything. Losing herself at the feet of love. She must have been tired, exhausted, and ready. All in. Right now, just let breath, your sweat, your motives, your desires, the ugliest places of you. Put it at his feet. Turn it over. Surrender it. That's the first step to salvation. Stop fighting. Stop running and hiding. Drop at his feet. Love him much. Love him more than your desires. Make him the desire of your heart and he'll give you new desires. Ones that the world can't steal. So good, come on. Just enjoy him for a bit.
job. Yeah, he's really fun. He's so in love with you. Don't be afraid. Give him all your cherished things. Love much. Love with all. Verse 39. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him. For she is a sinner. because as soon as we start moving in the ways of righteousness love purity freedom, faith as soon it offends anyone who lives according to the flesh anyone who lives according to the law Jesus is the fulfillment of the law and grace takes it higher <laughs> and grace says if somebody strikes you give them the other cheek for in your weakness I'll give you the strength if someone asks for your coat give them your cloak too for in your lap, I'll be your everything. That's grace. It confronts any formula, any preconceived idea you have about love. It'll trump it. But remember, Jesus is calling us all higher. And it's this tension where we love people. Love up, control down. We call people higher without calling them out. Right? Love covers multitudes of sin. I'm not here to shame anybody. I'm here to invite everyone home. We're all busted up. We all only see in part. And all of us are giving up something, if not everything, to follow Jesus. Everything. I'm taking you to church now. Come on, everybody. Open <laughs> We're going gospel. He's worthy of the glory. He so good. The Doing such a great job. I want you to see all your exhales. Carbon dioxide leaving. Through your sweat and through your breath. 
the impurities leave your body. <laughs> and with your mind set on Christ, all your inhalation becomes life. So Jesus goes on to say, hey, Simon, come here. I'm about to teach you something. And Simon says, say it, teacher. Go ahead, teach. Teacher, teach. And he goes on to talk about these debtors who owed a moneylender. One owed them 500 and the other 50, and both are forgiven. It's kind of a simple reasoning math question. Which of them would love more? Which of them is gonna be more grateful? Well, of course, the one who owes more. Now listen, none of us owe little. <laughs> right, even this song is saying it. He deserves it. None of us owe just a little. We owe him our life, his blood for ours, his death for my life. His swallowing up sin so I could live upright, free. I'm going to give you some time to let the Holy Spirit tell you how much He loves you. What you've been forgiven of and what you're invited into. How about that? Much love. Father who art in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. 
forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever. Amen. Everybody, come on in concert and say it. So good. Turning toward the woman, Jesus said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. Listen, you have washed his feet with your tears. Each tear hits his feet and with your hair, which in Jewish culture, a woman's hair is not only her glory, but also covering. Your tears. Are reaping sheaves of joy. They are none wasted. None wasted. Sisters, brothers, all that you feel brokenhearted about, anxious about, when you bow it at his feet and release your anxiety, which is what tears are. It's proven that tears release stress because you're not made to carry it. You're not an orphan. And I have a feeling this woman of the city, she was an orphan. She was never loved. She looking for love. She was stressed under duress trying to find her value her worth her safety her belonging her purpose as an orphan and guess what you'll never find it that system is set up to lead you into despair disappointment depression that system is fine if there's one, left, one less mouth to feed. But not in the Lord. He's saying, everybody, come home. 
The dinner bell is ringing. Come home. Recline. Eat. You're not an orphan anymore. I love you. Verse 45, you gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. She has not ceased to kiss my feet. Is that you? Is that you? From the moment that Jesus entered your heart, your life story, You haven't stopped kissing his feet day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And there are still barren places where your orphan mentality still works for its salvation. He sees you loving him. You have not ceased kissing his feet. Don't stop now. Something's about to break. But from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You guys, this is a linchpin verse. He's showing us the action to salvation. She has not ceased. She won't let up. This is our last song together, really working. Don't stop now. Holy Spirit, give us greater revelation of this love that we're not just loving some concept or idea, but that we're loving the actual life force of a living and loving God. He's tangibly here with us, for us. Where would we go now, right? Where are you gonna go now? That's the thing I love about. The enemy tries to entice us to leave and to be unbelieving believers. But where would we go? Do you remember your dead life before Jesus? Come, let us reason. Was any of that better than this? Let's repent and confess our pride right now. If I cannot love, I have forgotten who I am. If I cannot love, I have resurrected my orphan life. If I don't have joy, if I don't have peace 
which is what Jesus' final words to her, the last word of this, peace, go in peace. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. In other words, you're no longer broken. You're whole. You're not lacking. You're rich. Therefore I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much. For the rest of this song, I want you to say over and over these four words. For she loved much. If you're a brother, and I hope you are brothers listening here, for he loved much. And let it evoke in you who you are and what you were made for. For she loved much. Say it, move your feet. Breathe it, say it, move your feet. you love much and we say to God for you love much and dad says to us you love much and the dance continues your faith has saved you Go in peace. Who is this who even forgives sins? But Jesus, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Your faith 
is saving you. Live in peace. Your faith will save you. Stay in peace. My peace I give to you, Jesus said. Not as the world can ever give you. Not as Netflix, not as a lover, not as a friend of the world can give you. My peace. And just as that song saying, it's his presence, you guys. My hope and prayer is that these times we spend together, it's all about you getting steeped in his presence. And that it's, it is absolutely two things happen in his presence. You want to know? One, you fall down. <laughs> like, that's why we have to be still and be loved. Go listen to them. Sit in his presence and be still. It should get, you know you're in his presence when it's so thick you can't move. But the other action of being in his presence is this joy. This, I, I gotta run and tell somebody. I, I gotta, I, I can't help it. <laughs> I have a response to give and I will respond. I will rise. <sighs> Thank you guys. Well, there you go. That's what happens when you have no plan. I think I like it most. <laughs> Thanks for doing that with me. Uh, again, go get in on the wellness revelation. I'm going to have some stuff happening starting at the end of summer, beginning of August. I want you to be ready for that. So join us. We're going to have a big mission, a big movement happening in the month of August. And instructor training starts in August too. August is the month. We're gonna pray around that between the release of the book and instructor training, another season, Platoon 19. If you're thinking about it, get over there because it'll be here before you know it. And I'm so grateful we get to do this crazy thing called life, movement, and stillness together. Have a great day. You're loved. Peace. Goodbye.